Hey, social media, Rick Pena here. We're at the end of 2022. We're getting ready for 2023. This is a time of the year where many people are dealing with stress. Some people are being overwhelmed with negative stress. Why? Because it's at the end of the year, they're taking some time for introspection. They're thinking about what they were able to accomplish or not accomplish in 2022. If they had a great year, they're like, oh my God, how am I going to outdo this in 2023? Right? That may cause negative stress. If they had a not so good year, they're like, oh, wow, how do I get a rebound year or a bounce back year in 2023? That may cause some negative stress. Either way, the title of this message is Dealing with Stress. I want you to know that God can take you from a position where you are overwhelmed with negative stress, and he can turn that thing around and overwhelm you with his goodness. He can overwhelm you with his goodness, his grace, his favor, and his kindness towards you. So I'm sharing this because this past Sunday, I was having a conversation with someone in church, and I was just having a, a casual conversation, I thought, and then all of a sudden, the power of God hit this person. I'll explain to you what happened. Before I do, let me just give you a little bit of background about this person. So you can be somebody who loves God. You can be somebody who just honors the Lord, worships God on a regular basis, studies the Word of God uh, uh, on a daily basis, You know, goes to church Sunday after Sunday, Bible study Wednesday after Wednesday, and still, you can allow yourself to be overwhelmed with negative stress with the pressures of this present world. You can be born again and filled with the Holy Spirit and meditating on the word of God and then drift away from that and allow yourself to get overwhelmed to the place where you're battling thoughts of depression and even suicide. I'm not saying that's this person, but my point is this person I know is a person who loves God, who, who's in church Sunday after Sunday, who worships the Lord, who has a great position. The Lord has placed this position, this person in a position that is very strategic in the government. God is using this person in a mighty way. God is like moving pieces around on the chessboard of their life. And God is using them to impact lives in the government in a way that is bringing glory to his name. Now, what happens is when, when you have somebody that's like that, that's being used of God in a mighty way, then the devil knows that he cannot stop the person when God is flowing through the person. So what God, what, uh, you know, and God's grace obviously will empower you to overcome, overcome the attacks of the devil. So what the devil does then is says, well, if I can't stop God in them and I can't stop them when they're flowing with God and being led of the Holy Spirit, oh, I know what I could do. I could try to get them frustrated because if I can get them to think about the wrong things, if I can get them to meditate on negative things, if I can give them nagging thoughts that distract them and dissuade them and possibly even derail them from their destiny, then they can start thinking on the wrong things. And if they think on the wrong things, the job of your feelings is to amplify your thoughts. So if they think on the wrong things, they're going to feel the wrong way. And before you know it, they'll be so occupied with the attacks that I've given them in their mind that they won't be doing the will of God. And at that point, if you allow that to happen to you, it's not that the, that the devil stopped you. It's not that Satan stopped you. It's that you stopped you because you allowed yourself to be distracted and dissuaded and you can get, you can wake up one morning in despair or even battling thoughts of depression. Why? Because you allowed yourself to go astray. I'm talking to this person on Sunday. This person is normally joyful, right? Like, like normally has the joy of the Lord in their heart. And as I'm talking to this person, the person says hey, they recently got promoted. And I said, well, you know, how's the new, actually I walked up and that person was talking to somebody else about it and uh, about the new position, about the new promotion. And I said, the person said, I'm tired and I'm overwhelmed. 
And when that person said that, I said, okay, I looked at the person and I straight up just said, there's too much of you in the way. And when I said, there's too much of you in the way, boom, it's like the, the power of God arrested them. And then I said, listen, whenever I'm dealing with Isabella, obviously Isabella and I are called to do multiple things We're in, in for-profit business and not-for-profit in ministry overseas in the U.S., we have a lot of things going on. We're on different boards, different connections, different things. And as we're going in and out of all the things that God has called and graced us to do, and obviously we still have a marriage and a family and children and all of that. As we're going in and out, whenever Isabella says to me, this is what I told the person. I said, whenever Isabella says to me, I'm frustrated or I'm tired, or I don't know if I could do this, or I don't know, babe, I don't know, I don't know. I stop and I say, there's too much of you in the way. If, if you're saying that you're overwhelmed, meaning in a negative way, then obviously there's too much of you in the way, meaning that you're trying to take on what God has called you to do with human power, human ability, human strength. And you know, those of you that know me, I preach the grace life. There's nothing we can't do when the grace of God is flowing in us and on us and with us and for us. But if you try to do it on your own, God calls us to do things that we can't do without him. So if you're trying to do what God has called you to do, if you're trying to be the man or the woman that God has called you to be without God, without his grace, and you're trying to do it as a mere human, no, you, you are going to get frustrated and it, it will you will be susceptible to negative stress and to the attacks of the enemy. So listen, at the end of the day, you got to think like God. God. God thinks kingdom, right? The church, Jesus came to establish a kingdom. The church is where we go to learn about the kingdom. <laughs> and so Jesus has established this kingdom and the kingdom of God is supposed to be advancing and encroaching on a daily basis all over the planet. And so this kingdom is moving forward and overtaking all of the other kingdoms of this world to the point where the book of Revelation says, one day you're going to wake up and say the kingdoms of our God, the kingdoms of this world have become the kingdoms of our God, right? So that's, that's the key is that the kingdom of God is always advancing. And for the kingdom of God to advance on this planet, it's supposed to advance through us, through you and I. We are children of the most high God. So what God does is he places us, you and I, in positions of influence on this planet. And what he wants us to do is he wants us to affect with effects and influence the people of this world and the systems of this world. So God will send you first into an area, let's say into media or into government or into uh, finance, uh, into business. God will send you into an area, into technology. And first, God will anoint you and elevate you and give you positions of influence in education, where you start to affect with effects and influence the people of that system. And so let's say you're a teacher, you start to influence students, you start to influence your peers on the faculty, you start to influence your supervisor, maybe the vice president, uh, uh, vice principal or the principal. And so then what God does is after he uses you to influence with effects and effects, the, the people of this world, then he raises you up to influence the whole system. God will raise you up to say, okay, now I want you to be used to like be in a position of influence where now you're impacting not just your sphere of influence, but I'm going to increase your sphere of influence to the point where you can impact the entire system. And so what God, that's what God did with the person that I was talking to on Sunday. So now this person has been in the government for so long to where now they have been elevated to another position to where they have a greater level of influence over a whole department. And now the attacks of the enemy come. And now the person is frustrated, feeling overwhelmed because they're looking at the assignment through the wrong lens. 
If you look at the assignment through the lens of humanity, it's so easy to, to feel like I can't do it. I'm overwhelmed. I can't take it. This is too much for me. But when you look at it through the lens of your divinity, and, and you know that God made plans for you from the foundations of the world, and God placed me here, and God did not place me here to fail. And so God has put me in the position where I am. And God made plans for me. Watch this, Jeremiah 29 and 11. These are good plans. God made plans to give me a future and a hope. And so now God, I'm walking out the plans that God established for me from the foundations of the world. I'm walking with the Holy Spirit. And now as God increases me and, and puts me in a position of greater influence, then what I don't want to do is to think that I can operate in this level of increase based on my performance. God doesn't want you to perform. God wants you to be delivered from performance-based religion. Religion puts the spotlight and the emphasis on you and what you do. But when you are delivered from performance-based religion, you are then free from, from not being limited by your performance, your intellect, your work ethic, your acumen. No, it's not a matter of more trying at that point. It becomes a matter of more dying. The more you die to self and the more you allow God to live in you and flow through you, at that point, you will be able to say what Jesus said in John 14 and 10. It is the Father who lives in me. He gives me the words. He performs the work. It's all about him. If you've seen me, you've seen the Father. Why? Because now I'm operating in a level where I am just a human conduit of the divine. I'm walking around with God on the inside of me, and I'm taking God with me into every boardroom, every conference room, every Zoom call, every WebEx, every Google Meet session. I'm taking God with me into every meeting, conversation, and activity that I engage in on a daily basis. And God has given me wisdom from above. God is causing my tongue to be the tongue of the learned. I'm, I'm speaking with a level of articulation and wisdom that exceeds my education and experience because I'm not the one that's coming up with it. I can operate in levels of increased responsibility because I'm not doing it based on my power, my ability, my strength, my education, my understanding, or my experience. Because if I related or if I relied on all of those things as a human, I would be overwhelmed. There are things that I cannot do without God, but I can do all things with God. So I said to this person, when I said there's too much of you in the way, boom, the power of God hit the person. The person began to weep. And, and then I started to minister to the person. And so, so God, let me minister to you like I ministered to them so that the power of God can come upon you afresh. Listen, look at me. God will never elevate you just so you could fail. You were not born to fail and God didn't place you where he placed you so you could fail. But you run the risk of failing. If you take the promotion, if you take the increase and you try to operate on that level without God, if you try to operate on that level as a mere human, then you will fail. Failure is inevitable because God puts us in a situation where we cannot do it without him. God, God elevates us to positions of influence where we cannot operate without his grace. So in closing, let me tell you a few things that I believe will be a blessing to you as you seek to close out 2022, get ready for 2023. God wants to bless you because God wants to bless you because God is good. It's not based on your performance. It's based on his unearned and amazing grace. God wants to bless you because you are the conduit through which he wants to influence the people and the systems of this present world. And so God wants to bless you in ministry and in the marketplace. God wants to bless you in every everywhere your feet go. 
God wants to open doors for you that no man can close and close doors for you that no man can open and raise you up to operate in levels that people will have to acknowledge that it's the hand of God on your life. Now, if your expectation, going back to performance-based religion, if your expectation of God's goodness towards you is based on your level of perceived performance towards him, then you will never be able to receive on the level that God wants to bless you because you're just, you're just not that good. And you got to get over the fact that you're not that good. Your performance is not good enough. You will never be good enough to, to receive the level of blessing that God wants to bless, bless you with because God wants to bless you by grace, not by performance. Your walk with God cannot be performance-based. Your walk with God must be grace-based. So if you do open up your heart to the grace of God and say, okay, God, I know I'm not good enough, uh, but... I know you're good enough. <laughs> I, I know I'm not perfect, but I know Jesus was perfect for me. And you open up your heart to God's grace. Then God can promote you. Watch this. You can cross over from human performance long, long enough, crossing over from human performance into the grace of God long enough to where now you're not being overwhelmed by stress. You're going to be overwhelmed by the grace of God. You're going to be overwhelmed by the goodness of God. You're going to be able to walk over to the mirror and say, as Jesus is, so am I in this world. I am who God says I am. I can do what God says I can do. I will be who God called me to be. I'm going to close out 2022 strong. I'm going to go into 2023 strong. But if you uh, want to do everything on your own, like this young person was doing uh, that I was talking to on Sunday, and you try to do this on your own, uh-oh, now God is not going to compete with you. God says, okay, if you want to do it on your own, then God will stand by and wait till you get frustrated, till you get disillusioned, till you want to cave in and quit and throw in the towel, and then hopefully call out to him and cry out to him. And when you cry out to him, he'll be right there and he will step in and he will bless you. And he's not going to hold your mistakes against you. He's not going to come in and say, you see, you did this wrong. No, he would just come. The Holy Spirit is not going to come to convict you of your sin. The Holy Spirit is going to come to convict you of your righteousness. The Holy Spirit is just going to come in and say, hey, son, hey, daughter, you are a child of the Most High God. You shouldn't have been doing that. Let me remind you of who you are. You are who God says you are. You will do what God says you can do. Listen, give me that stress. Cast your cares upon me, for I care for you. So there is no limit to what God will do in your life, with your life, through your life, if you open up your heart to the grace of God. Just remember what Jesus said. Without God, I can do nothing. Without the Father, I, I can't do I didn't come to this world to do what I want. I came to this world to do what he wants. Without him, I can do nothing. But with him, I can do all things. As we get ready to close out the year, let's take a moment to make sure we search our hearts. We're not going to allow ourselves to be overwhelmed with negative stress. From this day forward, we will be overwhelmed with the goodness of God. Let me pray for you real quick. Father, I lift up this person that's watching this video. I declare even now that negative stress, anxiety, fear, doubt, unbelief, depression, thoughts of suicide fall off of them now in the name of Jesus, that your peace and your grace, your favor and your anointing, your goodness and your kindness would overtake their hearts and their minds, that they would enter into your rest, that they would get ready, get excited, look back over 2022 and give you praise and get excited about what you want to do in their lives in 2023. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Listen, I hope that you receive that prayer. I love you and God loves you more. I appreciate you. I thank God for you. And may the grace of God overtake you in this season. May you have a great Christmas. May you get ready for 2023. As I put out more content, I hope that you, if you haven't subscribed, subscribe to the channel. This is youtube.com forward slash Rick Pina. 
Hit the like button, hit the subscribe button, hit the bell icon so you can be notified when we post more videos. Have an amazing day and have an amazing Christmas.